Hello, this is Tofop. I'm going to be quick. I'm going to say I'm going to be quick, and I'm also going to be quick. Uh, this episode is brought to you uh, by our subscribers on Patreon. So if you want to support the podcast, we're going to try to get it out every Sunday, like the good old days. Tofop coming out on a Sunday. Uh, Fofop is going to come out on a Friday when it comes out, and philosophy on a Wednesday. That doesn't mean it'll be every Wednesday and Friday, but it means when they come out, I'm going to aim for those days. I'm going to aim for getting the podcast more regularly, and that's all because of the people who are supporting us. So uh, the more you support, uh, the more I am able to arrange all those sort of things. So thank you so much for your support, and I hope you're going to see some uh, results from that. Also, as always, if I'm coming to your town, the best way to support me is to support my show, plus you get to see the show. So, you know, that, that, that's the best way. Do that. Uh, my tour is called Fire at Will. It is on sale right now in Adelaide for the Adelaide Fringe Festival, Brisbane, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Melbourne, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Sydney, Sydney Opera House, April 7, one night only, two shows. It is selling very fast. Thank you very much, Sydney. I really appreciate it. It's going to be a huge night, but it is one night only in Sydney. So if you want to see it, if you want to see the show, come see it that night. It's going to be great. Justin's going to do support. Perth, first week of May. Uh, Meltdown, April 21, doing the show in LA, uh, which is between the two Coachellas. That's the plugs. There you go. Told you I'd keep it quick. Uh, you guys are great. Enjoy this episode. We'll talk to you again soon. The following episode of TOFOP is rated MA. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought, and mild coarse language. TOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian, or priest. This is John Deke speaking. This is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello. Will. Woman. Women. Hang on, hang on what? Women had sex. <laughs> you just like turned into a caveman. Will. Woman. Will. Woman. Women had sex with aliens and gave birth to hybrid babies. Hang on, what? And so might you. Shut up. Wait, hang on. Are we BuzzFeed now? <laughs> We're like a click-through thing? Is this like a newspaper article or something that you found? Well, um, I don't know this newspaper very well. The, mir- the Mirror. Oh, The Mirror. Okay, but that's a real newspaper. Is it reputable? No. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Walter. Even if it were, Charlie, from this headline, I would suggest it is not anymore. <laughs> this came out a couple of days ago. It caught my attention. For obvious Tofopian reasons. Okay, go on. The mums claim to have given birth. Just give me one more. Give me the headline one more time so I can. Women. I, first time I was like women, mocking it, but now I want to soak it in. Women. Women. Uh, open inverted commas. Had sex with aliens and gave birth to hybrid babies. Okay. Close commas. All right. And dash, and so might you. Okay, so you is capitalized. I won't. I mean, I can almost rule myself out of this. No, and let's see. Let's let's get into the article. I haven't haven't actually. I haven't read this one. Okay, good. Virgin eyes. The mums, in inverted commas, Uh so already suggesting that That maybe they're they're not real mums. Yeah, okay. Claim to have given birth to half alien children who live with their fathers on a giant spaceship, and claim other women simply just don't realize it. Okay, sure. (laughs) Okay. More There's details. a photo of a... How would you describe this girl? Uh, she shops at Suzanne. Lovely. She seems lovely. She seems just very normal. A normal-looking woman. Bridget Nielsen, 27, claims... Her name's to- Bridget Nielsen? 
Yeah. <laughs> Different spelling. Bridget Nielsen claims to be the wife of Sylvester Stallone. I was married to an alien. No, no, no. You're just married to Sylvester Stallone. But he couldn't speak English. <laughs> Bridget Nielsen claims to have mothered 10 hybrid babies. Oh, wow. With aliens. That's a lot. Well, you can't. But oh, I guess you could say with, like... Well, they could be all sorts of animals. Hybrids. Yeah, yeah. Animal like cat baby. Yeah, but she'd be in jail. Like dog she... baby, horse baby. Well, how do we feel about sex with aliens? Like, I mean, if, it, if a woman is, could a woman be on trial for sex with an alien because it's like not a human? So is it interspecies? Oh, uh, like sort of like. Well, a... interspecies relationships are frowned upon, Will. Well, as every conservative politician will tell you, if we legalize gay marriage, that's next. Well, human the... alien hybrids. Well, here's the thing, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Is. I guess it wouldn't be legal for an alien to be married to a human. They'd have to pa- pass specific legislation. Whether you could have con- consensual, as long as it was consensual, I imagine you could, in the same way as you can have consensual sex with any a ha- pig, any house. No, I don't think you can because the oh pig, shit, really? The, I mean, I'm in trouble. Well, the pig can't consent. So the pig is a thing that we consider can have the right to consent and it can't consent. However, uh, say like something around the house, like a watermelon or like a. I don't know, like if a woman wanted to use some sort of like household object, like a, a back mass, a personal back massager yeah. for sexual purposes, then that would be fine because that thing we've decided can't consent because it's not sentient, I guess. You need to be sentient to consent, do you? Is that is that how it works? Well, you can't be arrested for humping like, to say you got caught humping your car. Okay. Like the police pull up. Right. Spotlight, you've um, got your dick in, in the petrol the, tank of your car. In the petrol tank? Yeah. I would have just thought in the... Exhaust pipe? Exhaust pipe, Oh, you right? dirty bastard. You dirty bastard. And I'd just be like, you fell for the old banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call that move, the banana in the tailpipe. Uh, you get arrested for... I weirdly enough do it in blackface. Indecent like exposure? Or, I guess, indecent exposure. Or something like that? You're not but what, getting, okay, what, but, it's not car rape. Right. You're not getting like sexual okay. assault on your car. Okay. The police are called to your property because loud music's playing. Uh-huh. They knock on the door, no one answers. They open the side gate, they come down, they find you in your garage, yeah. in your property, with your penis in my car. In your car. I think they the, can't arrest you. I think in the privacy of my own garage, you they can, can't. You can fuck As with- long as the garage door was down. If the garage door was up, like I was like. Yeah, so it's not, as long as it's not, not public. Yeah, as long as it's not public. I think we should do it. A- I should be able to fuck my car in the privacy of my own home. I'm seeing like a dark Lars von Trier reboot of the Transformers franchise. Right. <laughs> Just a kid fucking Optimus Prime in his fucking garage every night. It's like... <laughs> Amazing. It's Kevin Spacey. It's like, uh, what's the Kevin Spacey movie? The... the uh, uh, Seven? No, where he's the dad. Uh, it's American, oh, Beauty. American Beauty. It's an American Beauty type, yeah. but like, you know, essentially he's in love with like uh, the neighborhood uh, car. Yeah, the, the neighborhood vo- transformer. Yeah, the Volkswagen next yeah. door, Bumblebee. <laughs> Starts working out to try to impress Bumblebee on the weekend, <laughs> cleaning his own car provocatively. So Bridget Nielsen, not Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife, yep. and star of Beverly Hills Cop Two, and Rocky Four, and Red Sonja. Uh, she has claims to have mothered ten hybrid babies. A group of women are claiming they've had children who were fathered by aliens, okay. who live with their dads in a giant spaceship and described their sexual encounters with them as the best they'd ever had. Okay. She's 17. Oh, hang on. Well, I mean, it may be an alien. 27. Years. Sorry, I misread that. Oh, She's okay. 27. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor. 
<laughs> Sorry, I misread that, Your Honor. <laughs> Why was they at schoolies? I honestly did not know it was schoolies when I booked the trip. Why were you dressed like an alien? <laughs> Convince this chick. I was from another planet. Maybe they were underage aliens as well. Maybe oh, yeah, it was you like, what? you know what I mean? Like maybe they were on... Oh, two, year, two years in the bar. Maybe the they were, yeah. And, yeah. But maybe they were on their equivalent of like uh, uh, schoolies. schoolies. Yeah, planeties. Yeah. Galaxies. So they've just been like, you know, they've finished their exams and they're like, where are you going this year? Yeah. Byron Bay, like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the women said the sexual encounters with the aliens were the best they'd ever had. Okay, that's cool. The hybrid baby community, uh-huh. which, I mean, it's capitalized, so I'm assuming... It's that, a thing. That's, a, that's the name of their community. You may be able to, they probably yeah. have a Facebook page. Yeah. Let's just say that. Right. They have to have a Facebook page, right? You'd hope so. I mean, even if I'd never read this story, I would assume there's you told hybrid, me there's a hybrid baby community. They've I'd be got like, together oh, yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Clearly. The hybrid baby community believes aliens have been harvesting their DNA uh-huh. to create children <laughs> that combine the best of both human and alien char- right. characteristics of a period of several years. I'd imagine that's mostly aliens. That's why the dads get to raise them. Because yeah. we're clearly the, not the important bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have some babies and we'll raise them on the ship. Do you remember we posited uh, a while back the idea that Australia should just um, gene harvest uh, Hugh Jackman and Kate Blanchett so they could just create, like, a race of super? Yeah, eugenics. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what this is. It's taking the best of two species to create, I guess. Right. What do you call that species? Not human alien. Hellion? I've got to be honest with you, that's very arrogant of what? these women to think that they are, if aliens have come to this earth and they're trying to hi- harvest like the best. It probably was just a carload of drunk aliens yeah. who were just trying to hook up before right. before the club closed. Exactly. But some of you're like, no, 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 they've come for the best of us. Yeah. No. Yeah. They came for yeah. someone who would fuck an alien. Yeah. That's who they came for. Because when you're they looking like for the that- best of a planet, you turn up at a nightclub at fucking 4 a.m. Right. With a nightclub that has sawdust on the floor. Late at night, no one else could verify that it actually really happened. Yeah, we hear it. I don't want to victim blame. I'm not going to, but, you know. <laughs> so they're harvesting the best of human and alien characteristics. Yeah. I mean, these women seem happy, right? Like, they seem like it was the best they ever had. Best they've they're ever not, had. They're not complaining about and they're No, it's, not, it's consensual. It's and not like they weren't abducted. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. They weren't taken. No. <laughs> They didn't wake up with a baby in them. They're saying no. this was like... Yeah, they're like... They were into it. Yeah, they're into alien yeah. dick. And, and they're aliens or dicks. Dicks. Who knows? Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Maybe they have more than one dick. Already better than us if they've got two dicks, right? Yeah. Two's better than one, that's You'd for think sure. so. What's an extra dick? Even if you don't use it. You don't need to use it, but it's there. That's right. It's nice to know you have a backup. Right? Just in case. Like, a spare dick. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're going to have a, like a, a foursome... But right. just say so you did, but you got there. the third dick there. But also, if you yourself want an extra dick, you don't have to go outside the relationship for that. There's an extra dick right there. Especially if you can alternate which one you use at certain times. You know what I mean? Like it's like would. they're all like, I mean, like you can rotate prob- it up and down. You'd probably have a favorite dick, but you'd like, but you know, maybe yeah, you'd you be a default cock. I mean, there'd probably just be one you use. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd be like, really, like, I would just want to keep it even. Yeah. Like, you, you know, so the other know, one doesn't get jealous. Oh, it's not just that. It's more like wear and tear. Right. It's like if you use oh. all the dicks in equal measure, you'll... <laughs> it's like turning your mattress or rotating your tires. You know, you've just got to... Time to rotate the old Johnson. It's keeping a balance in the force. Rotating the Johnson. Right. That you've should... got to rotate the Johnson. Yeah. You know? That, yeah. That sounds like a 1920s race. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go outside and rotate the old Johnson. Right there. 
According to two women who claim to have mothered children with aliens, yep. the conceptions happened either through artificial insemination. Okay. Well, that's good. They've got a good IVF program. That's interesting, though, that they describe that as the best they've ever had. No, no. There's also all real sexual encounters. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming that they've had Because if artificial insemination was the best you'd ever had, that's more reflective on what you've had yeah, yeah. than how good the sex more was. More general, yeah. Former marketing executive Bridget Nielsen, Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife, star of Red Sonja, Rocky IV, and Beverly Hills Cop 2, and video game designer Alunaverse. (laughs) Now fucking fuck off. See, that's what... So essentially, our two main witnesses in this scenario are someone who's got the same name as Bridget Nielsen and someone someone who's called... Alunaverse. Alunaverse. Not even Alanaverse. Alunaverse. Not her real name. No, definitely not. She's a, yeah, you can tell. She, she Her parents are not called she, Mr. and Mrs. Verse. She so desperately wants to be an alien. She's like a white guy who yeah. grows dreads and wears a Rastafarian hat and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our main reliable witness is Rastafarian. <laughs> a lunar verse. They claim between them they've yeah, fathered okay. 13 children with yeah. aliens. Between them. So that means one has fathered more than the other, though. Well, didn't I? So the the caption before said. She's had 10 Lun- hybrid oh, babies, so, so the other one's only done three. Three. Right? A Lunaverse has only had three. Look at us, Goodwill hunting it. Yeah. <laughs> Goodwill hunting it. <laughs> Indeed, Bridget, 27, said the sex was the best ever and that thousands of women around the world are missing out on such experiences. Are they? Because they have actually had hybrid children with aliens, but don't realize it. Hang on. What, well, that now to, that's, me, that, right, to that, me is yeah, a bit more Cosby. Too. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like that. Yeah. She refutes claims, pointing a lack of evidence of such encounters. Hang on. So who refutes it? Uh, Bridget Nielsen. She refutes- Not Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife star. She refutes that people don't remember it? Or she refutes what? What does she refute? She refutes claims pointing to a lack of evidence of such encounters. Oh, so so people are claiming there is no evidence and she refutes that there is no evidence. Yeah. She's saying the (laughs) extraterrestrial- What's her evidence? The extraterrestrial creatures only take women who, on some level, oh, you're not going to like this sentence. No, I'm not going to. Want to be taken. Oh, yeah, okay. No. They were asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. These women, okay. just on, down on their planet, now, hanging um, out, living on Earth. There's another photo. Just the, asking for aliens. There's another photo I'll ask you to describe. Uh, the caption is, Proud Mum, Bridget, with some of her sketches of her hybrid babies. Oh, okay, nice. I mean, she looks less normal now. I mean, they're just... I mean, they're just bad sketches. But what do they look like? They look like... Well, they're half alien, half humans. They look exactly like what she's described they would be. I'll do a better job of this. Okay. So, they're humans with large foreheads yes. and large almond-shaped eyes. Right. So, they're half humans, half aliens. Yeah, what but you, they, the but you weren't describing it. Oh, sorry. The traditional... Like X Files style, like alien Roswell alien, team, but with more detailed human features. But yeah, so they don't have the big black eyes of the Roswell aliens. No, kind of like David Bowie. They look a bit like David Bowie or Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Okay. <laughs> Although she lives with her father in the USA in Sedona, Arizona, she claimed. Well, I Hang don't on. know why this detail is, it, is that a lunarverse? Is a lunarverse from Sedona, Arizona? No. Uh. No, this is that would have been uh, still Bridget Nielsen. Uh, Bridget Nielsen's from Sedona, Arizona. Yep. Although she lives with her father in the USA, which I don't know why that detail's important, okay. she claims to have had regular contact with the aliens and now has 10 hybrid children, okay. four boys, six girls. All right, that's weird. 
Um, why is the father detail important in that? Although she lives with her father. I mean, I guess they're like, well, she's not some just some crazy, you know, single girl in the city. No, but saying, not although she lives with her father, it's like she's somehow getting out and just getting all well, this alien dick. Well, yeah. Well, they're like, well... Uh, the father's that, never seen despite the Despite the fact that she lives in Arizona, which is not known as your, necessarily your alien hotspot, she's managed to get... Pregnant of like alien, alien. come. I mean, maybe not. Maybe once. Like I don't know how many times. Maybe it's not doesn't work the same way as it works for us, where it has to be like one shot. Because does it take nine months for these well, babies to dicks. be? Because if she's got had ten, either she's had more than one at the same time. But like that's oh, a no. lot of years. Hang on. What if an alien has ten dicks? Oh, but she's only got one vagina. Yeah, it's still the same. Yeah. But can she have ten? Can she have uh, what? Would it, what would it be? Oh. Uh, uh, ten tuplets. Well, <laughs> What's the? Yeah, I mean, I guess she could. Quite, uh, uh, I don't know what that is, but yeah, it could be one. Oh, they could still have ten dicks, and she has ten kids. Uh, deck tuplet? No, that, what would it be? What's a decahedron? Yeah, deck, deck be tuplets. Deck tuplets or so, whatever. But anyway, if she had ten, oh, if he, we're so, so if the aliens have ten dicks, right? And they all shoot one sperm each, but right. those sperms are super sperm. They'll hit the target. Yeah, and you can have those twins that are not identical twins. You know, that yeah, are like yeah. fraternal, right? For whatever fraternal, that is, yeah. But so non-fraternal. You have that, so she could have ten. Yep. Different babies yeah. at the one time. Like yeah, that. and we don't also don't know how big the aliens are. The aliens could be the size of like a Ken doll. Right. So you could spit out 10 little uh, easily, alien babies. Easily, like and the gestation period could be like, you know, a xenomorph length, you know, right. like 24 hours. Oh, yeah, totally. It could just happen. Yeah. So what yeah. the fuck? This smarmy reporter trying to make it sound like this woman's made this shit up. We yeah. just explained it. I mean, easily. Science, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Carl. <laughs> she said they're not just taking our children. They're creating a hybrid race to okay. better humanity. Okay. For what purpose? Did she explain? Did she go? Did she extrapolate on how they were going to better humanity? These hybrids. Surprisingly, she's short on detail. Okay, the, did, but maybe the journalist just didn't ask the right question. That is true. You know, well, taken out of context, like, mate. Anyway, maybe sound he, like a loon. Well, maybe he was all like, or she was all like, oh, this idiot, rather than going, well, what, what, what is this higher purpose? These alien yeah, hybrids. Yeah, just ask the right question. I mean, just ask. Well, we want to know. The mums have produced drawings of what their hybrid children look like. Yeah. And while some have human characteristics, most display reptilian features with big black eyes. Tony Abbott? (laughs) Yeah. Recalling a sexual encounter with an alien on board a spaceship. Hey, can we do the lights down a bit? Turn the lights down. Lights down low. Hey, if you're listening to this, just just find a quiet spot. Just listen and... uh, Loosen your pants a little. Listen to this. (sighs) Bridget says... It was great. It was an incredible, super primal, super raw, super primal sexual experience. There was a really free. There was a there was a really freedom, and we were really going for it. I did the That was a sick moment. It actually says there was a really freedom. I think she meant to say there was a real freedom. There was a really freedom, and we were really going for it. I couldn't speak well because of the tempting. <laughs> it was the best sex I ever had. Speaking about her own conception. Oh, hang on. What? Right. Mum of three alien children, Aluna, 23, from Los Angeles, added, yeah. I was in a classroom sitting with other humans. <laughs> okay, now here's a photo of her. Alunaverse, 23, she's quite cute, yeah. says she's had sex with a green reptilian creature. Sure. Okay. Describe this photo. All right. Isn't that the same girl as before? No, the other girl's blonde. Okay, they look kind of similar though, right? She looks like she could be in a CW show. Yeah, yeah, Luniverse. Like, 
Yeah, I guess she's kind of cute. The Luniverse is holding up a drawing of... Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's like a self-portrait or something. It's a kind of artwork you see some busker on Byron Bay who's not really trying hard enough is doing lame-ass fucking hippie-themed sketches that you're meant to buy for five bucks. And it's like, I'm not buying that. Some dude is like, I just took all this acid and I want some more money for acid. How could I do that? You know what? I'll just draw. People will love my drawings of things. She says, this is a lunar universe. I was sitting in a classroom Misverse. with other humans. All of a sudden, I sat next to this green reptilian creature. And immediately, I'm so sexually turned on looking at this being. I was very surprised. <laughs> this is like the most like bizarre episode of Degrassi Junior High ever. We're making love in this classroom in front of everyone. Hang on, in the classroom? Everyone turned their attention to us. Well, yeah, I mean, you would. She continued... It sounds crazy. It does sound a little crazy, Elena. <laughs> i got to be honest with love. And people have asked if I'm off my meds. I bet they do. Are you on your meds, though? Just, just, I mean, I know you're saying that, but when people ask you, are you off your meds, what is your answer? That's the thing that I want to know. Are you off your meds? It's fine to be on meds. But this is really happening. If... A question... If you are saying like this and there is a question of meds... Again, just... Whoa, 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 Elena. Uh, I agree. Like I, lo- I love what you've said about this being really happening. But can we just rewind to the meds? You did not answer that. You kind of you people are like, asking me for off my meds. People are asking me, but <laughs> but you did not clear up whether you are indeed off your meds. Aluna says uh-huh. she was taken on board a ship yeah. in a dream state. Okay, possibly because she was off her meds. Yeah, or just having a dream. <laughs> But let's not be too sceptical. What do you say, Elena? She described the sex she had as one of her most vivid memories. Okay. What would be? Even Despite the fact that she was initially in her dreams, though. Some of the women in the hybrid baby community, which have members aged from 19, good, aliens at least, are obeying the laws of the human race. Sure. To some in their 60s, I'm down with it. I love it. I love it. It's like cocoon. Never... Exactly. Right? You never die, never go. Come back, have some good wrinkly old sex. You're an alien. Maybe that's sexy to aliens. Wouldn't that be it's, good? Why is it's sexy to humans too? Lots of humans find granny sexy. If Red Tube has taught me anything, I mean, tie category on it. Yeah, but I would say disproportionately. Like, it's. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. The way that human sexuality is that men are disproportionately attracted to youth rather than to older, older age. Oh, and I think that's changing for women too. Like, they're mar- women are being marketed to about obsessing about youth as well in terms of being attracted to youth. Oh, yeah, absolutely, these days. But Definitely. there used to be, like, you know, you could be a man and age and, you know, kind of become more, like, you know, vital or whatever, whereas, like, for women it was kind of the opposite. So, you know, if these women, they, these aliens are hooking up with, you know, still in this society where women have to put up with that, Yeah. if women up to 60 are getting some, you know... Best sex they've ever had from some aliens, then, you know, more power to the aliens, I say, (laughs) and more power to the women. The women who have claimed to have uh, mothered over 10 children with aliens claim to have never met them on Earth. And Bridget says, there is a sadness because you can't be with them. And there's an accompanying photo. How would you describe that? Uh, Creepy. (laughs) Really, really creepy. It's like a... 
It looks like an alien. Well, I guess it's it looks, a hand drawing, right? It's a hand drawing of uh, like a. It looks like that sort of thing. That I mean, it's it's the what the talented artist at school who was about <laughs> fifteen, but in used to draw like little doodles on her like you know notebook and those sort of things. It's kind of an emo teens self portrait of yeah, themselves yeah. as a haunted, big eyed child, big eyed child or something. Um, that's uh, that's Bridget Nielsen's daughter. Oh, that's her daughter. Yeah. Okay, lovely. What's the horns on the head? Is that horns or is that like a looks like a headpiece or something? No, some sort of like you know headphones or something. This is a quote from I think it's a Luna Still. Okay. We believe there may be hundreds of thousands of women across the world who have hybrid babies. I mean, it makes sense. They just don't know about it. I mean, why would they not know though? That's probably due to the lack of evidence. Yeah, but. No, 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 it's definitely evidence. Alina said that it's real. Um, tell me this. Why would they remember? Why would Aluna and Bridget remember, but perhaps all these hundreds of thousands of women not remember? That's the thing that's disturbing me at the moment. That's where I think it it, it feels difficult. Is it? Is, is there any... Well, I think it's, uh, as it says here, because yeah. the women have chosen to be open about their encounters with aliens, yeah. most of have admitted they've struggled in the real world. So what oh. they're saying is there's a complicit silence. Right. Oh, so what you're you don't saying- want to admit that you've fathered an alien baby. So what they're probably even saying is that there are women out there who probably do know, but are blocking it out yeah, or, yeah. Have or chosen, just chosen. No, just I, chosen no, no I think they're saying them. that they do know, but they're not going to come forward. Right. They're brave enough, to be honest. They're going to call it like it is, Will. Well, you know what the problem is, Charlie? When someone like a lunar star comes out and says things like this, idiots like us mock yeah. or somehow, like, point the finger at a lunar star, and that means that all those other women who have hybrid alien babies, they feel like they can't uh, yeah, speak what's up. what's the point? What's the point? And, you know, they get asked all kinds of questions. You know, you know what we have, Charlie? We no have- one asks an alien what they were wearing when they go out. I mean, it's it's double standards. We are hybrid alien baby norm- normative in our worldviews, I believe, and... I mean, maybe we just should have some more understanding. Thank you, Aluna, for illuminating me. (laughs) (laughs) So they reckon... um, If the spaceship is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. (laughs) The triple X-Files. Let's get on. Because they've been so open about their experiences, Uh, unlike the other women, they've, uh, they've struggled. To assimilate. Yeah, you do. That's right. You get judged. It's hard to get a job when someone's like, oh, you know, she has a whole bunch of... Well, you know what? It's kind of like... uh, It's kind of like knowing you saved the world but being unable to tell anyone. You know what I mean? Would you still... Want to be that hero? Well, it's not even that, Charlie, but like even just like getting a job or whatever. So let's just imagine this. I come in to have a job and uh, like, you know, like... uh, So you're the... You're a lunar. And I'm uh, I'm interviewing for your job. I'm like, I uh, 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 oh, say you're interviewing me. I'm yeah, going I'm for a job with yeah, you. Yeah. What, what do you you're, do? You're a lunar, I'm and a lunar. Uh, you can be whatever you like, whatever job you want oh. to be going for. To just a okay, so a lunar, everyday society, whatever. A lunar's going to be manager. She's got three Sub- alien babies, and she needs to get a job because yeah. pay her bills. Yeah. So I'm going for a job at Subway. Okay, uh, good to have you here, uh, Subway. Um, uh, at Subway, uh, uh, you, uh, we hope you'll be one of our sandwich artists. Now we need to get you a name badge for the sandwich artist. Is your real name a Luna? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, oh, it's uh, not your real name? No, my real name's Karen. Okay. and, and so uh, Karen Griff. Can you tell me this? Uh, why would why, why would you like us to put, uh, call you a Luna? Would you like to have a Luna on the, the name tag? Oh, uh, yeah, Luna. I just changed my name to Luna because um, I... Uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. 
It's a funny story, actually. Okay. Um, but uh, I've had sex with a few aliens. Hang and on. Uh, sorry, Aluna. Um, look, you're going for a job here at Subway, and, and while we like to think we're a great big family, uh, we have had some recent troubles. You may have seen it in the news with one of our spokespeople, so yeah. we need to be a bit... Uh, we're not here to judge your lifestyle look, in any I get way. It. But I get it. I get it. I know this sounds crazy. Okay, it does a little at the moment. But trust but me, but trust me, me you have never had sex like you've had sex with an alien. I mean, Aluna, sometimes I it's artificial insemination. But once you've had ten dicks in front of you, going back to humans is like. Now, Aluna, I've got a couple of questions. Yeah. Firstly, uh, are these dicks uh, six inch or foot longs? Secondly, um, are you off your meds? <laughs> Is there any chance that you are off your I'm sure. not legally allowed to ask you this. Uh, how many uh, hybrid alien babies do you have? I have three hybrid alien babies. Okay, and uh, do you think that will be a problem with your hours here at Subway uh, caring no, for No, the thing is the fa- they stay with their father. Oh, um, oh They're oh, on a spaceship. Okay. So uh, what, but the Earth, uh, they're, they're, they're the actually- spaceship is just above the Earth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I get to see them. On, well, I see them on weekends. But they can't sp- be. They can't be too far away. Does the spaceship not go to other places, or it just lingers? Oh no, they um they're homeschooled by their father. Oh, and interesting. so uh, yeah, I guess that's basically they have the best characteristics of both humans and uh, you know uh, their father's uh, race. Who decided that? Oh, the father did. He told me that. that yeah, but I'm that's the best uh, of the human race. Yeah, but that that's uh, that's. That's eugenics. That's a. I mean, we didn't as a. No, he told me. He told me. He said when he met me at that bar. Yeah. uh, Joey's. Yeah. At three a.m. I was uh, had my maduri in my hand and I was dancing to um, uh, Oh What a Night, and uh, he came up to me and said that you know he was looking for the most perfect of the human species. He said that. That's me, cunt. Right. And then we pashed. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, so they got the best of both okay. human and alien. Uh-huh. Why? You, you seem doubtful. Uh, no, no, no. Luna, you seem like a very sensible person. <laughs> We'd be pleased to have you <laughs> birthing the, uh, yeah, the, the Ill- perfect human alien hybrid. The Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that like hostable. Hostable. Uh, no, Illuminati. That's a Ah, oh, right. right. That's <laughs> 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 because the women have been honest about their encounters with aliens, most admit they've struggled in the real world. Yeah. Bridget has failed to tie down. <laughs> you know what? That's fucking not. How is that? Tell me. Go on. Go on. Go on. I don't want to make fun of no, someone's don't. private life. You know what? Mock her beliefs, sure. But, sure. you know, she's someone's daughter. She's someone's son. How long can we look at each other? Through down the barrel of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget has failed to tie down a relationship. Can uh, you imagine? Like, it's hard you to find her on up. Tinder. Yeah. Click, click, click. It's like, hey, I'm going, we made it at a bar. And then uh, you're like, so. Uh, you got any kids? Any kids? <laughs> well. Funny story. Uh, it was 4 a.m. at Joey's. <laughs> I have a Maduri. I was dancing oh, what a night. <laughs> By the way. I don't want to suggest that girls who are on their own at Joey's at 4 a.m. dancing on Sawdust to Oh What a Night with the Maduri, uh, Maduri Illusion uh, are somehow like up for it. No, 
Oh, no, 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 no. They still have, like everybody, the right to consensual sex. Exactly. Especially with an alien. Bridget has failed to talk about her relationship <laughs> and her friends told her that coming clean would ruin her credibility yeah. for future career in advertising and public relations. Good friends. I mean, good friends. I mean, it's hard because it'd be hard because, like, for a while you'd just be like, you know what, she just believes in some shit that... Uh, We've recently had someone come into uh, our life, uh, not our life, you and I, but uh, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you my for life. creating that distinction. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some people who think we live together, yeah. like the Beatles. In this pod cave, yeah. <laughs> someone has recently come, no, someone uh, has incidentally come into Amy and my lives who believes in uh, conspiracy, a lot of conspiracy. Oh, God, I love this shit. I yeah. love conspiracy. What, no, do, they, like, what do they believe in? Well, they, they're Chemtrails? Not, they're not sure we went to the moon. Yeah. Amazing. What yeah. Else? It, give me, give me some of them. Are there, more? Uh, are there multiple? I mean, others. Like, so, so they're full blown conspiracy. Some, some dodgy anti vax stuff and some other oh, yeah. stuff. But like, the moon is like, yeah. If you were going to go with like. I mean, I've told you the story. It's on this podcast before about the guy who believes that Paul McCartney died and the Paul McCartney impersonator. Like, that was one of the most gripping conversations I've ever had. Right. I love a good conspiracy theory. Oh, no. So tell me, what is their evidence? Oh, no, no. Well, because there is no evidence, Charlie. No, but well, what, what, why? What was their system of belief? Oh, you know, like in, in the same way as idiots can argue anything. Like, if but tell you, me, can you not give me No, specifics? I can't really, but I, I'm going to tell you something that's even, I mean, Charlie, no, I know that you're excited about this, but <laughs> oh. you've reminded me of something that I have to talk to you about. And in this vein, you're going to, I hope, love. So the other morning I'm going in to do uh, radio. Uh, Justin's, you know, working on Rove show, and and so I went in to do that the other morning, and uh, I got an Uber, and my Uber driver is picking me up, and we just start chatting as you do with your Uber driver, and I'm talking about, uh, uh, you know, just what he did before he drove the Uber and all those sort of you know things, and it turns out that what he did before he started driving an Uber, I'm going to give you an opportunity to guess okay. what it is that he did before he started. Uh, now, all I'm going to say is, I'll give you a clue because yeah, no, 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 it, it could be anything. But this is one of if if this is what this guy did before he uh, started driving the Uber, then I have met one of the greatest men of all time. This is one of the biggest things of all time that this guy did before he started driving this Uber. So, all right. Now, there's a few. You can ask questions. Yeah, I'm happy for you're, you to uh, narrow it down a bit. Okay, more. so your your interpretation of he's one of the greatest men that could be. In, the greatest mans. Yeah. Greatest, greatest mans. men. Yeah. <laughs> mans of the year. Mans of the GQ year. GQ mans of the year. One of the greatest men of all time. Are we talking like, can we have categories? Yeah, so are course. we talking like, you know, contribution to like society? To society. Are we talking like um, uh, 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 nostalgic, like, you know, no. No. Contri- to, to, con- so- to society? Contribute. And to. Uh, the health of our society and the ongoing function of us as human beings. So this guy's job was directly involved with one of these things. I I don't want to give too much, like as oh. in like, but but if if what he was, he's ta- the inventor of donut time. So what you're kind of joking about? It's like one of those things that. Okay, what I'm about to, like, obviously what I'm saying is I am not sure that what he was telling me is 100% as it happened. Okay. But the thing that he was telling me that he had done before he started driving the cab would change the world forever in the way that the internet changed the world forever. It's something that does not actually exist. 
but he was claiming that he had fixed. I'll tell you. It's a bit close to home recently, so I'll tell you. Like, he believed that he had cured cancer. Like, literally cured cancer. He had... Hang on. Sorry. The Uber driver. The Uber driver. He was a scientist? So, here's the thing. Oh, before, he, before he, I've got to put on my comfy, <laughs> got to put on my comfy pants. We're getting into this. Let me just get comfy. This so, is amazing. So this just, is your Uber driver. So just to put you in this context, I'm like, what did you do Hang before on. you drove an Uber? And he said, I cured cancer. So, what he had done? Oh my god! He found this like research and this technology. Now I, I don't. I didn't ask. <laughs> go on, ask whatever you want to. ask. Okay. How did you get to this conversation? I mean, we it came up pretty like he, quickly. Yeah, he, within the first five minutes. Yeah, he introduced. He asked what it. you did, and then he said what he did. Just tell I, me. I don't think he even asked what I did. I, I think he asked why I was going to the ra- like to World Square, and that's where the radio station mm-hmm. was. And I might have told him that, but I'm normally at that time in the morning pretty vague about my role in all that proceedings. Like sometimes people will be like, "Oh, do you have a radio show?" And I'll be like, "No, I'm just being interviewed about a thing today. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't give too much information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like be polite, but just yeah. you know." Don't so happened, I mean, how do you get to it? So, so I'm talking. I'm talking about him. I'm like, oh, oh, we were talking about that in my area. There hasn't been a lot of um, uh, Ubers. Like, we're an area where it's been hard to get an Uber. more limousines, helicopters, <laughs> that kind of shit, right? You know, Uber private jets, <laughs> Uber helicopters from my area, um, Uber space ships. You know that sort of stuff. No, it's um, just poor so, people that you ride around. <laughs> They right. crawl, you just ride a, a, just, a carpet of crawl people, a just, cra- carpet of poor people up the hill. Just people from other suburbs dragging us around <laughs> as we deserve. <laughs> Me and George Miller. Um, so- <laughs> Call me Caesar. No, so I say to him it was hard to get an Uber in this area and we start talking about why he started driving an Uber. And ah, he started, of course, that makes And sense. he started telling me that he, uh, he had found this technology that- Hang could- on, but what did he do? So, he I, doctor I, I, I scientist researcher. I didn't quite get the like the details of that, but crazy paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> so he'd invested apparently, according to him, three million dollars into it. What kind so, of car was he driving? Um, I you. mean, no, but well, this was like he's driving an Uber. But, uh, let me yeah, get to it. So, <laughs> so basically, what had happened was with lasers, he could cure any cancer from the neck down. Any cancer from the neck down was what he told me with lasers. Can't do anything above the head, but like anything from the neck down. Pause. How is it taking you this long to tell me this story? <laughs> when did this happen? No, no, no. It happened between when we've last seen each other. Okay. It happened on like Thursday. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I have been here for about three hours. Oh, I right. can't fucking believe oh, no, well, you didn't text me at the time. Like... I forgot about it until we mentioned conspiracy theories. How do you forget about meeting the cure of cancer who targeted with lasers? You. So, yeah, so he 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 found this cure for cancer, and it was all legit, as as, as you know, as he would tell me, and. <laughs> So, not legit, but go on. <laughs> so, he'd spent 
three million dollars of his own money or whatever on it, and then what well, the bank had called in the loans, and they hadn't quite been able to get it to. But they'd done these research papers and whatever, and they had all these doctors who were going to kind of yeah speak out on its behalf and whatever and ready to go. But they needed like ten million dollars essentially to get all the research done and all the you know machines set up because you need the the proper machines to be able to do it. But the model they were going to do it on this was his business model was that it cost you one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right, but you're getting cured for cancer. That seems like okay. That works out, right? So, is it something along the lines of the laser? Like they scan your body, they find the cancer, and then the targeted lasers kill the cancer cells, but leave the rest of you intact. Absolutely. And so, that, and, that, the- and it had been it had been human tested. As he explained to me, it was the same thing as uh, like you know chemotherapy, except that you know chemotherapy obviously kills. Every, you everything. know, everything. This was like targeted yeah, right. and it, they could uh, identify the cancer and just and it wasn't the chemotherapy, cancer. it was like laser surgery. It was lasers. Yeah, right. It was with lasers. And you, I think it was like 20 sessions over like 40 weeks or something like that you had to have with these lasers. And how far had they gone in the trials? Was it like... Well, they had like some people, some... Anic- like, I'm know. starting to believe it. <laughs> right. Oh, don't get me wrong. If you drove with him for 20 minutes, he was pretty convincing. Really? Was, bitch. Um, but basically, well, when I tell you the things... So they'd had a couple of like people they tested on with, who had been... Like, as he said, you can't be completely cured of cancer, but yeah. that all the cancer cells that were in them were had been killed, right? Now, again, he wasn't showing me research papers. No. You know what I mean? Like, he's telling me this as he's driving There's me no in peer an Uber data. at like six o'clock in the morning. Like, not even your prime Uber shift. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, um, but they were doing all that according to his story and when the bank called in the loans and whatever. But the model they were going to do it on, and this is where you start to believe the picture, even though you, your rational part of your brain is like, there is no way the guy who's driving there in my Uber has cured cancer. But oh, firstly, a lot of conspiracies about Big Pharma and how Big oh, Pharma had yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. tried to stop it. So, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but the other one was, that the way they were going to work was it cost you $150,000. But what you did was the business model was they put the $150,000 in a bond and you did the treatment. And if at the end of the treatment you were not cured of cancer, you got the money back. So it was like a basically a, like a, like, you know, those lawyers, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, like no, no, no win, no, win, no, fee. no fee. Yeah. yeah. It was like a no, you know, no, no, no cancer. No live, <laughs> no, live no fee. No death, no fee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like yeah. no, no, that's the other way around. It's no life, no fee. Oh yeah, if okay. you die, you're gonna pay. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I did. I do not believe that if there was a way out there of curing cancer with lasers, that we would not be like that. It wouldn't be a thing. That- I think there's too much money to be made from it, but I don't understand where the hundred fifty thousand dollars comes from. Like, would it be uh, something that you could be you could subsidize through Medicare? Well, I mean, or is I it get- only for the very elite? Because if it's only for the very elite, I think that maybe it could exist. You know, like, well, not that specifically, but I'm sure. Well, that's uh, although that's not true. There's no, Steve no. Jobs had cancer, and he, I mean, he had all well, the money in the world. Yeah, but but he didn't understand science. Like that's a, the thing about Steve Jobs is like you know he was into homeopathy and oh, stuff, and like me. thought he could cure cancer by eating eight oranges and shit. Like I mean, crazy stuff. Like, but you would try fucking everything, right? Yeah, but you'd also try the proper medicine. Yeah, like yeah, I'm fine for you to try everything. But just try the thing that everyone agrees is the best medicine well, a, as well. We, we've talked about this before, but that uh, amazing um, Jim Stein's documentary, Every Heartbeat's True. Like Jim is trying all the medical stuff, right. but he's also trying, trying everything well. else because what's the harm in it? Like the, the, you know, the diet and stuff like that. Why not? Well, why? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. I, but there is, that is the hypocrisy, though, of that kind of, you know, homeopathy homeopathy movement, which is like, oh, you know, big farmers out to get you. And it's like, well, you're still paying someone for your medicines, your untested medicines, your unpeer-reviewed data medicines. Right, the ones that have no evidence that they work Exactly, medicines. you're still paying someone. Yeah. So why are you claiming that one organisation is corrupt and just out for your money when you're giving your money to someone else? I believe if there were a cure for cancer that uh, everybody would know about it because cancer affects so many people, as you know so personally, but as like so many people know so personally because it is, you know, by far and away the biggest killer of people mm. uh, in all its various forms. Um, there is no... Yeah, I mean, if David Bowie could not yeah, afford... right. There's no reason to, like, if there was a cure for it, someone would, even if Bowie couldn't afford it, there'd be someone who could afford it, who yeah. had the money to go, let's get it for Bowie. Let's get the lasers You out. know what I mean? Someone called that Uber driver. Yeah. You let's know get what? the fucking lasers for For it. an extra $7 million so was or he, whatever this guy needed to get it going. So like, w- the rich person could pay for that. Was, but the big one is, sorry, I just want to yeah. get to this. The big one is uh, extending your life. All this, like... Larry Page from Google, but a whole bunch of these people are doing heaps of research into that life extension stuff. Like, you know, that idea. And that's where I think that the rich are going to really focus is not on necessarily curing that, but like that real thing of like, you know, being able to live to 150 or to 200, which I guess is going to have to mean yeah. being able to handle the side effects of things like cancer and stuff. Well, like that was, as well. But, I mean, there was, uh, I remember when mum was diagnosed one of the things the doctor said was uh, because mum had incurable cancer. Yeah. And so they, and mum, you know, we got very upset at the time. And the doctor said, no, you've got to understand there's a difference between incurable and terminal. Right. Lots of people your age have cancer and right. it's just a condition you live with by taking pills or whatever treatment you have to get. And I think that you're right. Like that's where we'll be going. I mean, ordinarily a diagnosis like that you know, you'd be dead within kind of weeks or months, but we're getting better at prolonging with cancer, like we did with uh, HIV. Right. I mean, that used to be a death sentence, and now, like, people can, you know, uh, can manage it. It's a condition they can manage. So, Mate, Magic Johnson, age- Magic Johnson could still play in the NBA. He's in such good shape, you know what I mean? Is like, he? Well, ma- I mean, Magic Johnson... He- well, he's a bit, a bit bigger. bigger. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, health-wise. Health yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like, at a time when... People were saying they wouldn't play basketball with fucking Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's managed to live a very healthy, successful, and joyful I mean, life. I mean, yeah. it is kind of like AIDS was kind of like a fattish disease when you think about it. Really, well, like it was kind of the way it was, the way it was sort of brought in and used as a kind of like scare tactic and stuff. I mean, people were terrified of it. Yeah, like but, I mean, I mean, and, and so demonized in particularly the homosexual community. Yeah, like, around well, that's it. what I was going to say. Like fetish, like it was yeah. used as a way to kind of like uh, just alienate like a group of people. Or t- I mean, it's it's kind of crazy because there is so much. Uh, you know, we we spend so much we spend so much time talking about like uh, disease and stuff, but when you take the emotion out of it, when you actually just sort of treat it like medicine should be yeah, treated. Like a disease. Like a disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, that's the thing with mental illness. Like, if you want to extend that, like, sort of a little bit further, is that idea of, like, that we treat physical injury like it's injury, but we treat mental, you know, disease like it's not an actual disease. Yeah. And- and if we just apply the same sort of, you know, that it's like, okay, well, you know, sometimes your brain doesn't work so good and sometimes your leg doesn't work so good, but they're just both things that you just need something to help out with and repair and work, you know, move forward. Yeah. I forgot. 
to get back to the ladies with the fucking hybrid babies. We got so sidetracked. That's okay. We've got to find. We've got to check in with Alunaverse and yeah. Bridget Nielsen. No, I still want to know what well what else happened. All right. So um, when we last left them, uh, Bridget had failed to tie down a relationship. No. Well, I mean, it's hard. Because her friends told her that coming clean would ruin her credibility for future career in advertising and public relations. Yeah. Which I- but also, you know what? A lot of guys don't want 10 hybrid to be like the kind of stepdaddy to 10 hybrid alien babies. Would you think that would be an issue for you? I feel like, well... If you met a girl and she had 10 hybrid, she said, look, they're not going to be around the house at the same time. Yeah. And you like the dad. You met him. You yeah. guys get along. You're not like going to be mates or anything. Uh-huh. But you have enough. You can talk about football. He actually, of all the sports in all the universes he's been to he likes afl and he's predominantly looking after the kids mainly they, yeah they just see the mother on the weekends and that's not every weekend because sometimes he's going to take them to another galaxy yeah okay no i'm fine with that okay but the kids hate you <laughs> I'm, as long as i'm not seeing them they can hate me i mean they're super hybrids i'm just some fucking dude i'm not their real dad um Bridget's mum. Will doesn't have a spaceship. No, I don't. I don't have a spaceship. I don't even have a fucking car anymore. So. <laughs> but it means I can drink during the day. <laughs> Bridget's own mother rejects her story. But Bridget says, yeah. well, oh, mom- I don't really have normal relationships anymore. This well, has become my normal. Yeah. That could be the saddest thing. Mate. Bridget, are you off your meds? I know people... You know, what they, you know what they say, uh, Charlie? What? Once you go galactic, you never go galactic. <laughs> galactic. I wanted the late play on. Once I you know go, it, but I just couldn't quite get it. Once you go galactic, you, you go never alien, go galactic. You never, never go, go saline. No. Yeah, so that's not. Once right. you go Martian, you no. No. Once you go cosmic. You just want that dick? No. <laughs> Once you go celestial, you'll just eat a bunch of testicles. <laughs> you are so bad at rhyming. <laughs> this has become my normal. I know people who are married or have boyfriends. Yeah. And when they tell them, it goes down badly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, um, poor Bridget. You're gonna meet my girlfriend Bridget tonight. She's, oh yeah, what's she like? You know what? She's a real sweetheart. Oh cool. You are gonna love her. Like heart of gold. Yeah. So absolutely loyal to everybody. Well, she, she sounds great. Is she she single? Uh it's look. It's complicated. I guess. Well, she got a boyfriend or what? I don't want to cut in on some dude. It's not. Well, she doesn't. She, she definitely. Oh, well, she's, she's uh, great. Yeah, she doesn't look. She does have kids, but like the kids are barely kids. around. How, how many? Ten. Uh, what? But well, how old is this chick? I mean, five really, if you count only the human half. So she got five. Like, if you count up five human babies, but like ten in total because they're half human, half baby. So, um, what? yeah, she has like yeah. Anyway, what? She's lovely. She. <laughs> I think you guys are getting along great. <laughs> The group believes aliens oh. take people from the same family or gene pool. Oh, yeah. And that they are mostly interested in breeding with younger women. Of course they, they are. They just said even, even between 17 to 60. Yeah, but how old are the aliens, Charlie? They might be 500. So a 60-year-old is probably still, like, you know, pretty sweet and young. Bridget, who says she's lost one alien child to, a, to devastating circumstances. Oh, really? Miss Alien Carriage. Um, it didn't form properly. The aliens take women's eggs mainly on board their spaceships, but it yeah. can happen on Earth. But doesn't make sense. Hang on. Hang on. 
Bridget says she lost one alien childhood to devastating circumstances when it didn't form properly. Yeah. And said aliens take women's eggs mainly on board their spaceships, but yeah. it can happen on Earth too. Okay. So, are they not birthing the aliens? Well, they no. It doesn't sound that's, like that, it. I mean, that's the, why she's been able to have 10 and still keep that, you know, bikini mm. body. Post-baby figure. Yeah. So they just take the eggs at the end. Sound, well, they're that, just like, yeah, you know. They're like, oh, the women just go and just dump their eggs right. and just leave. So typical. Yeah. In alien culture, they find that, like, very offensive. But, yeah. She said she once saw a ship in the sky and moments later, <laughs> her ovaries ached. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, who hasn't? Oh God! I've been who, a, I mean, what guy has not been on a bus and got a boner? <laughs> who hasn't, mate? It's it's the tram boner. It's the equivalent. Who hasn't seen a spaceship and had a? Like Bridget, a, are you like, okay? You look like you, you doubled oh over. You God, okay? Uh, oh my ovaries so are just fucking vibrating. I've got an ovary ache. You guys got an ovary ache? I've got like an ovary migraine. For women who refuse to accept they may have alien children, uh-huh. Bridget said. There are certain things they can look for in their lives that might, suge- oh, might suggest good, otherwise. Good tips. Okay. Good clues. Tips. These are handy for spotting hints. handy hints. If you if you have been out of sorts recently and think you may have been abducted by an alien and an alien baby, here are some handy hints. Some things to look out for. She said, uh-huh. "There are signs you can look for, such as recurring dreams about doctors' offices or classrooms, okay. missing time, and false pregnancies." These could mean you have hybrid children. I don't think they could. I, I feel like that's not enough evidence. What's the empirical data on that? Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like that has been peer-reviewed. The pair now have plans for a place where all the hybrid mothers can live together in the oh. same home oh to act God. as a safe place for their children to visit. They're gonna TV call them, show. They're going to call the, the place... The Real Housewives of Alien Planet. <laughs> <laughs> the Real Housewives of the Milky Way. <laughs> like, they're going to call the series everyone's off their meds Bridget says it will be somewhere away from the cities somewhere where the children yeah. can visit run free and express themselves oh how bummed oh. out would you be if that hybrid kid it's like you go stay with your mum it's like oh I can't we're in the middle of nowhere like they're going to want to fucking they're going to be taking magic mushrooms and smoking weed before yeah. they know it suddenly they're fucking drop out aliens yeah it's like <laughs> real disappointment they're meant to be the best of us all exactly but they're, like, they're just fucking candle makers in Byron Bay working on some poetry and shit people, he's meant to be the best of us but all he can do is fire twirl people say we are crazy but we are not this is really happening to us by the way, uh, most often when somebody says to someone you're crazy, the reaction is normally, no, I'm not. This is really happening. <laughs> alien I mean, no disrespect. But al- that is. Alien abductions have been reported ever since the early 60s. Yeah. When New Hampshire couple Barney and Betty Hill, Barney and Betty Hill, yeah. claimed, made up, <laughs> claimed a flying saucer and kidnapped them. Since then, thousands of other abductees have come forward with their tales being taken by aliens. Many claim... I love, by the way, that they're giving some background now. Like, yeah. By the way, these aren't the first people who think they've been abducted by aliens. Yeah, I, we all know that. <laughs> Many claim to have been the subject of medical or scientific experiments, while others say they were given messages warning about the future of humanity. Now... What sort of messages? Right. I love genre. Uh-huh. I love sci-fi. I don't like aliens who can tell the future. Why not? Although that makes sense. 
Because Why? Why well, does it make sense? It doesn't well, make sense. Space time. Shut up. You can't just say two words together and assume that makes sense. No, because time travel is possible through the movement through space. So it is possible. But they they wouldn't know what the future is in our planet. They they might know. That doesn't even make sense. The time wherever they were has to have already happened. And then when they travel through time, they will lose time on that journey. They can't. Like, they're not time lords. They're not traveling through. Like, they're traveling through space. Yeah, you're right. They can't go back. They can go forward. But they can't go back. All right, you win this round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to Two Idiots Argue Over Things That Neither of Them Really Know About. <laughs> the celebrities who have claimed to have seen UFOs include... Okay. Oh, okay. John Lennon. <sighs> Took a lot of, like, yeah. a lot of psychedelics. Mick Jagger, see okay. above. David Bowie, see above. above. <laughs> Sean Ryder, well, see all three above. Sean yeah. Ryder did it all. Robbie Williams, see above. Errol Brown? <laughs> Who's that? Sorry. Also, see see our list of people who've taken heaps of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like. Also, former US President Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Actors Dan Aykroyd, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe? And Danny Dyer. Hang on. Russell Crowe thinks he's seen aliens? Can you Google? Is there any way you can Google Russell Crowe and aliens? aliens? Yeah. I would love to know I'd... if Russell Crowe thinks he's had an encounter with aliens. Have you got the, the search music ready to go? Will you remember? Oh, uh, we'll have to push. Maybe I could push off and remember to do that. Yeah. Okay, so I have it here. Uh, Russell Crowe's <laughs> UFO sighting explained. Can I just say, too, how is the mad scramble... To fucking get on Google because Will's internet was down, My de- the and we were like, was we down. have to. It was like a scene from the from newsroom. I was like, where it's I, like, yeah, people are scrambling, like you know, we're gonna get this Russell Crowe yeah, story out. Check people, the 4G. People want to know about Russell Crowe. Get on, get this confirmation. Turn off Wi-Fi on your phone. Okay, and then we both at the same time were like, we've we, got we, it, we got it. It's affirmative. Russell Crowe's UFO sighting explained. Oh, that's the same article. All right, here we go. Oscar-winning actor. Good on him. He's got that plug in early on. Russell Crowe has received tons of attention and ridicule for posting a series of pictures he said show a UFO flying past his home in Sydney. Some of the initial criticism suggested Crowe was simply trying to drum up attention for a new film project. And as CNET's Chris or whatever. CNET. Okay. Oh, CNET. Yeah, okay. CNET. Sorry. Chris Matjenzik points out. It's like, it bless you. Matjenzik. Uh, tell me how you pronounce this. M A T Y S Z C Z Y K. Matjenzik. So I wasn't far off. Matjenzik. <laughs> It's fun to say. Christmas uh, points out the photos weren't even taken by Crow. They were shot by cinematographer. Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, okay. So Crow reckons he's shot these images while he and a friend were attempting to capture images of fruit bats. What a great night at Russell Crowe's place. Wow. Him and a mate sitting around. Get some photos of those fruit bats, hey, right, uh, mate. Mate, I've just uh, written this poem about yeah. uh, fruit bats. Bat. To be a bat. Flap your wings. I'd rather be a bat than a cat. Eat some fruit. Do these things. <laughs> hey, don't cut me off. I'd drink some fruit, everything would be beauty. <laughs> I'm a bat, not a cat. Russell Crowe. Um, you should know. Uh, t- 
turns out the real explanation turns out to be far less exciting than anyone thought. Um, the video is not time-lapse, it's timed exposure, a fairly common technique that often results in stretched or unusual-looking light effects. So essentially, Russell's just used the wrong setting on his phone and he's taken a blurry photo and he thought it was a UFO. Um, no, he didn't. His DOP did. Oh, yeah. And uh, they took it... They were using a telephoto lens, which distorts the perceived distance on the images. But Russell must have thought it was something to post it. Or was he taking the piss? No, I think Russell... Uh, well, this expert is saying, I was a little surprised that Russell didn't realise what the photo actually was. But then again, it does look a little strange when subjected to photographic trickery. But the truth is, he sees this every day right outside his window coming from the marina. He knew... I reckon he knew. Oh, you reckon Russell was just like... I reckon. Probably. He seems too smart to be I mean, the kind of smart. guy. Yeah, no, you're right. Who, well, what was the news source on that? Daily Mail? Yahoo News. <laughs> <laughs> one of the big ones, one of the reputable Yeah, ones. that is definitely someone going, we need to fill up some bloody space. We need to respond to Russell Crowe's alleged UFO <laughs> sighting. <laughs> Russell Crowe may be, be may have been doing a joke, so we'll write an article. Yeah, I think that's definitely what that yeah. was. It's, it's hard sometimes. But to then, read. in that article, they quote Russell Crowe as being like you know a known uh, so, uh, celebrity who's yeah, seen aliens. But that's, so that's where, but that's where context comes into where it, the, isn't it? Right. It's like it's a problem with the internet. Suddenly, you're like, oh, well, they Russell also Crow. named Dan Aykroyd. That might just be because they saw Ghostbusters. Right, like, <laughs> My stepmother is an alien. <laughs> They're like, Dan Aykroyd believes in aliens. Mate, he believes in them. And, and you know what? He does not just believe in them, but he is not afraid of them. <laughs> not one of them. Actually, Dan Aykroyd, I think, is afraid, afraid of. He's, no, he's a famed like uh, 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 paranormal. There, are, there is ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He's a, he also makes. There his was own, that weird. There was he a, also makes his own vodka. So maybe those two things are related. <laughs> there was a thing in the, in the '90s. Uh, the, do you remember there would be like if you watch TV in the '90s, there'd be like paranormal shows, celebrity before ghost YouTube. Stories. No, it's more like. They would like investigate, and it would be hosted by someone. And, and Dan oh, Aykroyd yeah. hosted one where it's like, you know, you know, Blair, Indiana, a castle, da, 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 da. and then they go, and they might have some weird yeah. photographs or some footage yeah. or whatever. Or they'll have like a shaky camera work. And, yeah, but and uh, pretend they're hearing whispers. And no, stuff. no, no. I'm talking like way before that. Like think about the '90s. Like it was so much. I used to get books from the library, like the library. That was <laughs> the books. library, I say. Well, there was books on ghost investigation. But now it's were- for only homeless people to masturbate in. <laughs> But back in those days, people would hire books from there. But there would be books that were obviously, like, clearly bullshit, like, alongside uh, genuine... In the library. In the library, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But now... Was, was there a requirement of the library to stock factual things, or was the library, like, if you write a book, it can just go in the library? I don't know, but it fucked me up a lot as a kid, going to the library and getting books on, like, the Loch Ness Monster and, you know, uh, Egyptian curses and stuff like that. Yeah. That I assumed was factual because we're in the, in the fucking library. library and this is where, like, you know. They wouldn't let dodgy information Also, in raised Catholic, was given a Bible, told no, that was also yeah, true. Well, that's probably more damaging. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but that's stuff you can't do anymore. I mean, it's, it's actually, I think, one of the shames of 
Like I grew up as a kid who was fascinated by all that stuff and wanted to believe it to be true because oh. be, it was so interesting and awesome. You were the Fox Mulder of children. But now, exactly. Well, I think that's why Fox Mulder as a character works so well because Fox Mulder appeals to that side of us. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be great? Like, wouldn't it right. be great? Wouldn't everything just make sense if this was all true? The poster says, I want to believe. It yeah. doesn't say, I do believe. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. we want to believe. Of course, it's interesting. But then in the era of the internet, like... You'd watch those shows, or maybe more like shows like In Search Of and stuff, where it'd be like, you remember those old ones that were shot on film and it was no. like the Loch Ness Monster and they would show that photo or it was Bigfoot and there's that Super 8 footage. And there was a part of you that even if you thought it was bullshit, you weren't 100% sure. You were 95% sure right. that it was bullshit. But that niggling 5% was fucking awesome. But you don't have that anymore because you can see a YouTube video in which, you know... Uh, but there's one that was going around that was like a great magic trick where this dude walks up to a cop and says, hey, man, you want to buy some weed? And the cop's like, what do you got there? And he hides it because he's a magician and the cop can't find the weed. And then he walks off and he's like, still got the weed. And he's like, oh, what a great like sleight of hand trick. But then this video has come out saying it wasn't sleight of hand. It was like video editing. That guy, they just cut the video perfectly. And it's like, you won't even let me have the amateur magician who flushes the copper bag of weed and gets away with it that has to be disproven like you, there's just no you can't particularly because it's magic in that there is no like how he achieves the illusion right it's fine yeah like we went and saw like David Copperfield didn't really make the Statue of Liberty disappear <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck it was you know what I mean like it's an illusion we went and saw when we were in Macau, we went to this magic show. Like, you know, so we were staying at the casino and they run this like magic show three times a day, right? And it's designed by the guy who designed like, you know, does like J-Lo and like uh, whatever's like big stage shows. You know, like what's her face? I kiss the girl, you know, yeah. um, does their big stage show. So it's all these kind of like Hollywood style okay. sets and you know, all this <laughs> sort of thing, right? Yeah, look Five at me, minute buffering. like an old man. I'm like, I kissed know, a girl. The old, the lady who kissed a girl, the young lady from the Super Bowl who kissed a girl. You know, she seems nice, but she kissed a girl. She liked it apparently. <laughs> um, we went on Monday afternoon, so it's the first show on a Monday afternoon of like a guy who's doing three shows a night, like seven days a week of this like thing that looks like a Super Bowl halftime show, but there's like thirty disinterested Chinese people and us in this room, and it's one of those wonderful things where you're like, oh yeah, that's right, magic. But particularly when you're in a small room and they're doing a big room show, you see everything that's happening. Yeah, right. Like because. Part of what obviously distracts you from that when there's heaps of people there is all the shit that's going on. But if you're just kind of sitting there watching your, it without that... Your mind wanders a bit more. Yeah, your mind wanders a bit and you're not distracted by the dancing girls out the yeah. front. You just see him going, oh, he just got out of that thing there. But <laughs> but of course, because magic isn't real. Yeah. We all know it's not real. What's yeah. the fucking point of like one minute later going, well, this is how they fucking did that. I'm yeah. Like, but that's exactly right. Like it's kind of... Can't you just enjoy the magic for a bit? Well, I guess, I guess it just it nothing's cha- magic. That's ch- my message. Well, no, the, the challenge nothing's magic. The t- challenge just gets thrown back to the creators do of the illusion to say do it better. I mean, that Super Eight footage of the Bigfoot, which I think I don't know if this is the exact story, but the the hoax was pulled by guys who had access to kind of you know uh, prosthetics and stuff, and they built the suit and you know. But the way they shot it, it wasn't. 
it wasn't just the prosthetics. It was the way it was, you know, you could barely glimpse it. It was just perfect, like a beautifully shot bit of kind of hoax right. footage. So now in the age of the internet where that shit gets disproven, the next one's going to be fucking awesome. Like we're going to believe that the world is ending. Someone's going to be so convincing because all other evidence will say, oh, it can't possibly be, uh, but be isn't, a fake. But isn't also that what, uh, didn't that happen with Orson Welles' yeah. you know, War, of the, yeah, World? War of the Worlds? Like people believe that, that was yeah. true. So I there's mean. another one coming, right? Or maybe one's being pulled on us right now. Like a massive hoax. It. Massive Don- hoax. Donald Trump. That's my bet. If there's a massive hoax happening at the moment, if, well, Donald, if Donald Trump turned out to be like John Stewart left... Yeah. Like Banksy. The, yeah. Banksy. That would be like... Because you know how Banksy's kind of got to that point now where there's not really anything like Banksy could do like to yeah. comment upon the society we live because the corrupt bloated corporate face other than of the West literally get Donald Trump to run for and possibly win the American presidency would be the and then then, then Banksy just reveals himself yeah by the way this was all being a Banksy you've been, you've been Banksy that's what he says he goes up there and he just goes you've been Banksy and then just revealed who he is there was a rumour <laughs> Which I loved, and we've talked about in the show before, that when Pete Doherty was at his height of celebrity... Yeah, but that was a Banksy. No, that was a KLF. Oh, the KLF, that's right. Because the KLF were very, like, uh, they were very counterculture, and they burned a million dollars. A million pounds, yeah. Yeah. And there's a rumour that Pete Doherty was a KLF creation. Well, maybe the KLF are still making albums, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. That'd be awesome. No, wouldn't it be terrible? (laughs) <laughs> I'll show how easy the system is manipulated but well, that's the point I'm great art terrible for the rest <laughs> great art terrible for everyone but great art yeah people would be like well hey this is a great bit yeah you got us yeah yeah <laughs> secondly what now <laughs> but yeah I mean it does I imagine if Trump is a Banksy that's that's a, such a great theory I would like because that would he, it would be the ultimate Banksy yeah he should claim it, much like ISIS claim any terrorist event he should just claim it's I mean, a Banksy I mean the biggest cliche one of the two of the biggest cliches you'll see on social media is uh, this is not an onion article or we're getting close to idiocracy. Like people right. always bring up and it's terrifying how short the distance is coming between the two. Like you remember when the onion started, you're like, Oh my god, that's hilarious, like it's so far fetched and outrageous and it's like now you really have trouble picking between the two. What is the satire and what is reality? I mean, I think if you were the onion it would be harder as well. Yeah, to because find shit like, that's outrageous. How do we say anything anymore, anymore that isn't just what is actually happening? <sighs> what a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to fucking like bring us back? Uh, what, don't, what, fuck a, don't fuck an alien? Oh, yeah. So I think that's what we cleared up. Well, that was the end of that. We, yeah, we, yeah. we got through all that, didn't we? Um, oh, speaking of aliens, uh, Amy and I watched the... Um, when we were in Hong Kong, we watched the X-Files, like, kind of making of the new X-Files episodes. Yeah. Uh, which made it look really cool. Yeah, um, yes. And we've started re-watching the old X-Files. Yeah. Which, actually, I've got to say... Stand, Holds up. Hold up a lot better than I thought they were going to hold up. Particularly the early ones. Haven't yeah. got to the later series. I don't think I ever got past, like, series three of the original. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't like a, a long termer. But all the reviews that I've been reading of the X Files coming out of the US have not been particularly positive. Oh, so really? It's like one of those things where once we watched the making of it, it looked really like I, we were really excited. But look, correct I, me. I hope it'll be great. Correct me but, if I'm wrong. I wasn't an X Files like devotee, but I thought it was 
quite widely understood that the show kind of like petered out to a kind of inauspicious finish, right? Yes. It certainly didn't like stick the landing. So why would anyone think that suddenly picking it up 20 years later would suddenly be relevant again or good? Well, I think the characters are really great characters and I do think you can revisit that world. They made a few mistakes. Like if they knew they were going to come back and do another series, they did some things in the movies that you wouldn't have done. You know, like Mul- off. well, Mulder and Scully basically like got together. Ah, yeah, and it's like one of those things it, that you done. just it's the moonlight. Done. It's the moonlighting principle. So that was part of it. There was like is problematic for them coming back, but I actually think I've always thought that the X Files was the the show that now that you can make these sort of like long form, you know, like you know shows that have those like narratives and like mysteries and all those sort of things. The X Files came before that era of TV was that era, and I always thought it'd be great to get the X-Files made in this era. Yeah, you know, if you, because... If you did the X-Files like True Detective, yeah. like if it was supernatural True Detective, it could be fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, a lot of it really was awesome and like revolutionary for the time. Mm. So I hope it's going to be good. Like, w- what I like is they've done... The, their idea behind it is it's only six episodes and it's not all like canon or it's not all part of the mythology. Like, they've kind of tried to replicate what the original X-Files was, which... So I think episode one and six are very like about the mythology. And then in the other episodes, they try to do what they used to in the old days. It was a bit like comic books and stuff like the X-Files where they do like a kind of comedy episode or they do like a horror episode or they do like a like really kind of alien episode. Mm. And so I think in like the reboot, their idea was that, you know, like they might have like different kind of ideas and themes for each episode. For or with, episode or season. With each episode. Yeah, so right. like they will have like, so the first and six will be like, you know, kind of, but within there, there'll be a funnier one and a darker one and a whatever one. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah. Anyway, like, I, I hope it's. I still, despite all evidence, that it's going to be terrible. Where did Scully's? I mean, where did Scully's? Uh, uh, did she finally go concede to Mulder? Yeah, I mean that cliche. By that, when? Oh, I mean, like season whatever, or was it the movies? No. Here's the thing that I will say. Like, I know the cliche is that that idea of, like, Mulder believes in everything and Scully's Scully, the scientist is always like, Mulder, it's not yeah. true, despite the fact she sees it every week. Huh. I don't think that's an accurate representation of how that show actually was. She believes from second episode. Like, really? Like, she starts to see Does she believe or does she have doubts? It's, well, there's a difference. Well, my, okay. But, but my point is that Mulder doesn't believe necessarily ever in the show. Like, Mulder wants to believe. Like, it's there on the fucking poster. Like, and he thinks that his sister was abducted by aliens and he's, like, passionate about this thing. But he has as many doubts as anyone. But from the second episode, like, you know, Scully is really genuinely being like, well, Invested. I've seen things... That I, I can't, can't explain, explain already. But that, but that I think it's is... not like at the start of every episode she's back to well science, Molnar. But that's the key difference is she can have doubts, yeah. but demand evidence. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know. She won't conclusively rule something out, but she needs evidence to. Uh, she needs more evidence. I think. Right, that's... but at the same time, that like one of the big the- like, theme lines is her Catholicism and the yeah, idea right. of like her. She believes you know, in God, but doesn't be- believe in. Well, she wants to believe. I would make the argument that that poster applies to them both. That like ah. throughout that series, like she's saying, I want to believe in God, but so often, like you know, finds that- these things that like go against that, and he wants to believe in aliens. But it's the same, you know, kind of grouping with that idea of like something that they don't have enough evidence for. Yeah, you know, David Duchovny could have almost been Batman. He actually auditioned when uh, Michael Keaton left. He was one of the candidates. Yeah, right. Oh, maybe it was actually between Val Kilmer and George Clooney era. 
But uh, yeah, can you imagine a David Duchovny Batman? That Not really. Weird. Yeah. He'd, he'd be like... He said, I think because he did a talk show at the time and he said, yeah. I, I, uh, his nose didn't fit under the cowl. I think I was too Jewish. I would have been Batmanovich. Yeah, he would have been more like the dude that Batman... He would have been like the, the dodgy accountant Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could have been Scarecrow. He could have been Batman's manager. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been Bruce Wayne's manager. Like a guy who party with Bruce, definitely. But like, yeah... Um, all right. Well, we that we can we wind it up, up. Yes, because that's, uh, yeah, because the pod cave is making weird noises. Yeah, that's uh, when the tap goes on. I live in an old house, Charlie. Yeah, and haunted by the looks of things. I want to believe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, I have some gigs that I want to plug. Uh, firstly, uh, April nine, uh, we're going to do a live tofop. Yeah, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's going to be the biggest show we've ever done. And can we say we have one confirmed guest? Yeah. I or should we, we save it? Well, we, no, I think we can say. Yeah. I mean, we, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, after last year's stellar debut, uh, one John Deeks John is Deeks returning, returning for a live show. John Deeks live. He was very excited. He actually, uh, I mean, the great thing about Deeksy is I always approach it from a point of view of he's going to say no. Like, I, don't, I never sure. presume anything. So I'm always like, hey, we're doing this. And he always responds very quickly and very enthusiastically and it was even better this time because i got the first one saying 100 percent, whatever you guys need and then two minutes later he said i think i may even buy a new dickie for this right now he doesn't I think mean- he, i should clarify yeah, he's a bow tie yeah he, not an extra penis not an extra john Dix is not some sort of uh alien woman abducting alien, alien hybrid creator <laughs> All got delightful voices. No, so he's in. And anyone who was lucky enough to be uh, at the- Superpod 2. Superpod 2 last year just saw uh, John Deeks destroy completely- I mean destroy. Wipe the the floor with a bunch of of professional- Three professional comedians and one guy who shouldn't be up there. (laughs) Uh, and just completely like stole the show. It was fantastic. Amazing. And, uh, I have no doubt that he'll bring his A game to this show as well. Yes. So uh, that's going to be amazing. We'll tell you when that's on sale. But obviously, if you sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash tofop. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been supporting that. Um, uh, and obviously, a part of what we're trying to do is get re- episodes out more regularly. So we're hoping to try to get them out weekly. Uh, and th- thanks to everyone for supporting us and enabling us to, you know, basically what we need is we need some money to, like, you know, help someone with the editing and the whatever if we're not going to be in the same place. So I'm basically a producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. We need help. We need a producer. And we need you to help us pay for that help. So if you like the podcast, you can subscribe. If you uh, don't want to subscribe, that's why we have Patreon because we want people to be able to access it regardless of those things uh, maybe you want to come out and see me do one of my stand up shows so I'm going to give some of those a plug uh, uh, February uh, 29 I start in Adelaide uh, two weeks at the Adelaide Fringe Festival with my show Fire at Will uh, then a week in Brisbane for the Brisbane Comedy Festival and one month in Melbourne. I am not doing Tuesdays this year, so uh, Wednesdays through Sundays. Uh, if you want the cheaper tickets that are normally on the Tuesdays, look for Wednesdays, Thursdays and Sundays in that. Uh, then the week after that, I will be doing the show in LA uh, Thursday the 21st of April, I believe it is, at Meltdown. I'll be doing the show. Now that is in between the two Coachellas, so maybe there'll be some Australians who are over to go to Coachella if you happen to be in LA. Uh, Big Guns N' Roses fans, potentially some NWA fans. But Guns N' Roses back together. Yeah. For Coachella. Well, is it Guns N' Roses or it's 
Axel and Slash plus whoever. Axel Slash and Duff, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, at least. I that think would, so. I, that would be worth it. By then you're say. starting to get like, that's close to That's close to roses, right? I mean, no one's getting, I mean, Steve Adler, maybe, Matt right. Slur, eh, yeah. No one's getting upset about Izzy not being there. It'd be enough, right? It'd be enough. You'd be enough. You'd yeah. be like, I mean, what? I think to be honest, like Axel and Slash would be enough for most people. Yeah. If you're someone who's a bit more into it, then Duff definitely. Right. But you don't need Izzy to complete the set. Yeah. No offense, Izzy. They might get an easy hologram because they're saying with uh, Ice Cube that he might get. They might because they're going to uh, an easy hologram. Yes, yeah, so they might be an easy. All right. Hologram. So how does it work with a hologram? They just get a body double. I was there the two pack year. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was there the year that they had the two pack hologram. I yeah, was right. There that year. Yeah. Um, that, I, I guess it's just like from old film clip footage and stuff. And no, 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 the... no. I think what it is. Oh, I'm fuck. This is total no. facts. Fucking alert. Tell me. Tell but me. But I would assume in the same kind of golem technology, it's someone in a ping pong ball suit. You know, like those wetsuits they wear, and they track their movement. So they get the person to do the performance. Then they take, like, then they recreate the face of Easy E in a computer, and they graft it onto the ping pong ball body. That's how I'd say. You know how they do face replacement technology? You know what? I mean, I, the, when you say it out loud like that, that does make a lot more sense than whatever I imagined was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Did yours involve magic? I mean... You were like, they hire a sorcerer, uh, he captures the soul of Easy e and confines him to a mortal host for the period of... In my head, I was just like, I can know, film clips. They just get film clips and they like... No, someone has to actually make it well. <laughs> get a bunch of cats... Because uh, cats don't look like cats on film. They look like EGE. You get a bunch of cats, you tape them together. Uh, no, I would suggest that's what it would be. It would be an yeah, impersonator well, or an makes, actor of some sort. That makes more sense, I suppose. And then, yeah, <laughs> then they would graft the... Uh, the face on to... <laughs> well, maybe they'll get the guy who played Easy e in straight out of Compton. Oh, just get that right, guy. Get that no, guy. Don't worry with the fucking 3D technology. Just get that guy. He was awesome. Seriously, they should. That's right. like a simple idea. Yeah. Save you a lot more money, too. Yeah, just get that guy. Definitely. In fact, just get all the guys from, from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> get them like, to do the concert. It's like seeing the original NWA. We don't have to see all these fat blokes. Yeah. All oh, fat oh, old yeah. blokes. Oh, apart from fucking Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is an insane joke. He's jacked to the fucking eyeballs. Yeah. Dr. Dre eating a lot of protein. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Dre has been prescribing himself some HGH I mean, by the sounds of the things. <laughs> yeah. Dre is, Dre is jacked. I mean, anyway. How do you forget about Dre with fucking guns like that? Cannot forget about Dre. No, I have nightmares about Dre. Yeah. Constantly reminded of Dre. I, I watched, we watched the director's cut of Straight Outta Compton, uh, which is nearly three hours. And it's oh, right. one of the rare occasions in my life where I would say that I think that the director's cut, like, I, I, I enjoy it more. Really? Just, well, because you know what it is? It's, it's essentially, more it's, it's essentially just more of the same movie. Yeah, right. Like, so you just get more. It's your Christopher Nolan theory. Yeah. Just give me more of the same. Right. Yeah. I watched a six hour cut of The Dark Knight easily. Yeah. You know, just show me more of this. If it's just more stuff like this. Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah, like I'm down with it. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see more of this. How did you see this? Is that on Apple iTunes? Oh, uh, yeah. Or something? It's the new iTunes release. So we downloaded uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Right. It I'd was like, good. I'd, I think really I'd like to see it. that. It was, I, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... Uh, it's a very enjoyable film. Yeah, I, I was exactly. I was surprised. Like, you know, when we talk about the Oscars, like there's this whole thing about, you know, no black actors being like nominated and all that, or really filmmakers, like, black filmmakers at all. 
Um, that was one of those movies. I haven't uh, seen. Yeah, how fucking uh, Ryan Coogler for Creed didn't get a nomination? Well, Justin, that's his one of one of his favorite movies of the year. Hundred percent. I haven't seen it yet. Especially but... when you think of the degree of difficulty of what he. I mean, the right. fact that Sylvester Stallone has been nominated for an Oscar, yeah. and the director who well, I mean, wrote but, that script and yeah. fostered that performance is ignored is insane. There is no that performance without the director. I mean, it's weird that an alien like Sylvester Stallone <laughs> has been nominated before a human being. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, and I can't believe that straight out of comedy didn't get, like, that someone involved in that did not, because that was just a really, I thought, I mean, it's not the best movie of the year. I don't, I'm not pretending that it is, but there should have been some more representation of that film. I thought that was a really, you know, a decent little, like, you know, well-made film, but also about a sort of, very pivotal time that is actually very important to what America's like today. hundred percent. Should we go out on that? <laughs> yeah, your yeah, fucking yeah, your, my little yeah, uh, yeah your uh, your straight, straight out of Hayfield, <laughs> straight out of Vaucluse. <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. <laughs> I'm Will Harrison. <laughs>